Sharice, and you're listening to the Growing in Love Together podcast. It has been a weird roller coaster, I think. Um, and what I've discovered is that um, me and Dee are kind of forced um, to talk to one another and actually communicate. <laughs> and um, before, you know, before all this, we were the ships passing in the night. Um, that's how our, our household ran. It has been an adjustment with us being here all the time and um, forced to say things and make sure that we're speaking our mind or not holding things back um, that could potentially uh, result in a harder conversation later. So, um, what I realize is me, um, I tend to, I don't really know where it begins, um, when I'm going through it, but after I think about it and kind of go through my series of, um, self-checking, I guess, um, I realize that, okay, at this point is when you got upset or, and you, and you, mushed it down because um what I feel like is I tend to just dismiss it as hey maybe I'm just being maybe I'm just overreacting or maybe I'm just um thinking too much into it uh my brain works that way I think a lot into things I analyze so much and so it tends to get the best of me at times so that's where I chalk it up to and this shelter in place has taught me to not only evaluate myself more, but be vocal in the moment and not in a moment of anger and lashing out, but to really think about it. Because if I lashed out in anger, what does that leave us? We're here <laughs> with each other. So getting mad and only having less than 2,000 square feet of space to really, um, quote unquote, get away. What am I doing? I'm creating more of a hostile environment for myself, which then creates, um, where I don't want to look like the person that's having to come and apologize <laughs> all the time. So then I, um, tend to not say anything because I don't want to be the person that goes to apologize. That's just me. You know, I feel like I'm always the person apologizing. And I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I do. 
and um, I'm always the bigger person. So, um, and it may be, I mean, he may think the same about himself, you know, that he's always the bigger person and apologizing and, and things like that. But um, for me, I feel it's me. And um, so I tend to stay away from um, angry conversation and blowing up and, you know, going crazy like I can, you know. Um, so the past few weeks, I started to feel some sort of resentment and I just didn't want to deal with him, so to speak, you know, like I just, <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but I just did not want to deal with him. I didn't want to deal with what came with, um, my emotions I didn't want to deal with it so I just kept silent and um just just bear with me because I will get to what the problem was but I just want to explain my series of uh, emotions over the couple of days which felt like a week long um so I started to feel this resentment and um I I really didn't really know the ins and outs of that resentment. I just knew I felt it. And I was just like, okay, I don't feel like being around him right now. And every single thing that he did bothered me. It didn't matter what it was. It could be him slurping a tea. It can be him drinking the tea at the same time that I drank my tea. It could be anything, you know. Like, are you trying to annoy me? Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to annoy me. Um, and so I started to feel this at every turn. It was just, it was very crazy to me that I kept feeling this, but, um, I just figured I'd get over it. I didn't, I didn't think there was anything to talk about. I just felt like, oh, well, I'm just going through something and I'll get over it. And another day goes by and I, become more distant and I don't want to even cook food I don't want to be in the same room or if I am in the same room I just zone out on my phone or computer and do shopping you know I can zone somebody out for hours if I'm shopping for a particular thing and trying to get it all right I have 5,000 tabs up from 4,000 stores and I'm like yes let me do this and do that I feel good because that's where um I release stress is shopping and um uh where I release the most stress I'm actually shopping because we have a new house with no stuff in it so um if I want to get real um if I want to dive into something really well if I want to get away from something I go straight to shopping and dive myself into it and not um, worry about it so um, I tend to do that when I wake up in the middle of the night when I don't want to be in my own thoughts I look in and try to shop um, and I just um, dive into um, shopping if I want to release if I want to forget about what's going on. So, um, although I'm excited about filling this, um, house with wonderful things and decorations and, you know, 
all the things, um, I have to watch how much I dive into it. Because what happens online is I don't really, if I'm stressed, I don't really buy anything. I just look. Because I'm like, okay, well, I don't really want to buy that because I don't know if I really want to buy that or if I'm just really looking at it to to escape something, you know? So um, I kind of just am in this hamster wheel of like looking at something and going, oh, this looks nice, this looks nice, but I never hit the buy button. Um, that's the benefit of shopping online. I don't necessarily hit the buy button. But um, when I'm shopping in person, I tend to get all the stuff in my cart, get to the front, and who really wants to sit there and, like, put things back <laughs> standing in line? Like, uh, not me. I don't, my, my pride is, like, too big at this point. I got all this stuff. I'm just gonna pay for it. I don't care how much it is. You know, the person behind me is gonna look at me crazy if I, like, start saying, take this back, take this back, take this back. You know, I just, I'll buy it. So, that's the benefit of, like, being online is, like, Nobody's gonna judge me to like delete stuff out of my cart when I'm deleting it, you know, like nobody's looking at me. So I just remove it, remove it, and then sometimes add it back. Um so when I want to escape things, I just shop online. So that's what I did most of the time. When I got irritated or whatever, I just dive into looking online or just staring into my good old laptop and not <laughs> <laughs> and not really be looking at anything just just mindlessly clicking around so um that's what I tended to do when I um was upset and I didn't really know what it was and I was trying to forget like try to get over it because it didn't seem valid to me it just was like I'm doing something I'm not you know I don't know what it is and um I just know that I'm irritated and I can't figure it out why so I don't have the words for it so I'm just going to try to forget about it and maybe it'll wash out and I won't you know I'll be fine again so here comes possibly day three I don't know maybe it was two and a half <laughs> here we come to another point where I feel like I'm still irritated about this I don't know and I don't know what this is but I'm just still irritated today everything is it's getting worse you know so um I remember sitting I remember getting dinner ready and I remember feeling like okay so here we go everybody's gonna eat at the table at this four-person table and we have five people so I'm going to sit over here in the living room and eat now his mom would had offered me her seat once and I said no it's okay don't worry about it but do you think he offered me his seat no and I got upset about that like I I, yes, I could I could vocalize and say, hey, you know, I am upset about that. Like, hello, can you offer me your seat? I want to sit in your seat, you know. Um, I didn't. I just sat in the living room. And I'm like, oh, well, he doesn't want to offer me his seat? Well, forget that. You know, I don't care. And so I sat by myself and ate and watched something on Netflix, I think. And I don't really remember the episode or any show I was watching because I was really focused on the fact that I'm the only person not eating at this stinking table. 
why I was mad about that. Really didn't know, but I was just upset that, hey, I'm not sitting at the table. And no one gives a crap about mom sitting over here. I just made everything in this dang on kitchen on this table for y'all. This time, nobody's offering me their seat. And then I'm like, well, maybe because I told grandma no the first time. So I'm like, well, maybe that's why nobody is offering me their seat. But, I mean, it's a new day. I mean, I'm hot. I'm tired. Everybody clearly sees I'm tired. Why isn't he offering me his seat? Or why isn't he eating in here with me? So then, I just eat my food, go about my night, and um, yeah. Here comes the next day, I suppose, you know. Like I said, I had no idea what day it was or how many. I don't know that part, but I know I was suffering. Here we are the next day, and I'm sitting at the table eating breakfast. And mind you, I'm working from home, too, at the same time. So I'm just trying to, like, eat, work, look, talk, all this. And remember what I said? Everything annoyed me? No kidding. Okay. So I'm sitting at the table. And, um, when I'm sitting there eating and he decides that he wants to watch some YouTube video. And of course, he wants me to watch it with him. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like staring at it. And the YouTube video is very interesting. Um, so I'm not like pretending to be interested. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm thinking... I really just want to eat. I don't want to do this. And it's just because I'm, I'm irritated about whatever. I don't, I really don't know. So then it's, it starts to irritate me that I don't know why I'm irritated, right? So I'm just like, okay, Charisse, get over this. Whatever this is, get over it. So why am I annoyed, right? And so when I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I'm just so irritated. I put in my headphones because maybe I'm like, okay, maybe it's music. Maybe I just need to have some music pour into my soul, you know, give me a new mood. <laughs> so I'm like, let me just listen to music. So then I put in my earbuds and I'm like, okay, this is, this is good. You know, this is okay. I'm feeling it. And right now you can't see me, but my eyes are closed and my hands are moving as if, as if I'm listening to music right now. So open up my eyes and then I look to the left of me and I see D looking at me and he's not close to me he's like I don't know 15 feet 20 feet away I don't know um and and I look and I take the earbud out and I'm like uh yes and he says do you have the ambient sound on now I have these earbuds that give you like the option to turn on um where you can turn off uh noise canceling outside you know so that you can hear conversations so i i tend to turn that on because when somebody's close to me i want to be able to know they're talking to me um so i look i take one earbud out and he says do you have the ambient sound on and i said mm, i don't know because it doesn't like when you're when you're listening to it well on the ambient sound it only lets you turn it on if you have two earbuds in now the moment i take one earbud out it turns off like it doesn't let me so i said i don't know because i don't have both my earbuds anymore i don't remember if i turned it on and you know what he says to me he 
he says, well, you need to just have one earbud in since you can't hear. You know what I did, guys? I, oh my gosh. I rolled my eyes. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I said, okay. And what did you need? I don't even remember what he said, but I remember answering him. And then I just got upset all over again. What? One earbud? Is there anybody out there who does not like one earbud in? I'm like, I'm like, one? It sounds really weird. Like, I don't want to listen to one thing. I want it to surround me. I want that surround sound, right? Um, so I'm like, one earbud? So now I'm just focused on the fact of like, really? Because you think that would be better for who? You? So that you can yell from across the room instead of being right next to me? So I'm just like going, mind you, this is all in my head. Like, I'm like, who does he think he is? I don't, you need to go somewhere, right? So then I just get overwhelmed with the fact that I'm so frustrated. Like, really? He told me to have one earbud in. Then he over here letting me watch a YouTube video when I'm trying to eat and get stuff done at work. And then you want me to do this. And now you want me to have one earbud in for when you want to yell from Timbuktu to talk to me. Like, I don't, why? Why can't I just have something to myself and not have to deal with the extra like everybody needs me at a moment's notice I just got so upset about it I'm like you know what forget it I turned off the earbuds and I turned on my phone and let my phone just play the music and, and let it be throughout the house not super loud but um, I had the music going and I'm just like whatever I don't I'm just gonna have the music playing and not have my earbuds in so that if he wants to talk to me then he can talk to me knowing that me having the phone like that was a problem because my kids are homeschooling me so they can hear you know minus my son who has headphones because he has a really uh, animated class uh, he has his earphones and um so I'm sure my daughter was listening and whatever and it didn't, I didn't care so um, I know he did not I know D did not say anything to me because he probably did not want to um, start an argument because I'm pretty sure I had the fuse lit and ready to go. You know, I was like, if you come over here, I got to, I'm about to dish it all to him. Just all the stuff, you know, all the stuff I mentioned before about one ear by him. What are you talking about? Now you want me here? Yeah, I was ready. I had the argument all in my head. Like, point one, you suck. Point two, you know, like, just ready to dish it all out. And so I know he probably was like, I'm just gonna leave that alone and not do anything, you know. So, um, that day kind of goes by, and this I remember because at the same time, he he recognized that I had rolled my eyes. So, um, after the fact, um, that day, and I know it was that day because th that moment that he realized I rolled my eyes played in my head. And you know, that was the good Lord just working on my soul. Like, look, that was kind of disrespectful. <laughs> and so I sat there and I'm like, you know what? I, It was disrespectful, but, uh, you know, like I said before, I'm not about to apologize in life. I just don't feel like I should have to apologize, especially if somebody did something wrong to me first. 
and I'm irritated at them first, then it's their fault, right? No matter what I come back with, it is their fault and they should apologize. And then that will wash out the bad that I've done. That's, that's just my initial thought, you know. Oh well, you know, this is where it started, you. So you then apologize to me and then what I've done will be forgotten. Um, and um, so I was like, man, I, I really was disrespectful, but oh well. You know, when he apologizes to me, then I will be sure to say my bad, you know, for my wrongdoing. And that was just not settled in me. I felt strongly that I had to apologize to him just for the disrespect aspect. And so I'm like, well, if I'm going to apologize, I need to figure out why I'm upset. So I sat there and I'm like, okay, so what? What upsets me? I wrote a list. And on that list, I wrote about 10 things. So I'm only going to read probably the first uh, two things because the other things, it didn't matter. But I do want to count how many. 11. And... Ten, uh, 10 of those things were were nothing that I really focused on. They came from previous conversations that him and I had had. And there was a point in time where we were upset at each other and he, um, and we were just mad at each other about something. And I, so, um, I would have to like dig in my thoughts right now and I'm trying to just keep on track of what we're talking about now. But the items that I listed came from a previous conversation that we had had about him being upset about something so he listed a bunch of things about why um we shouldn't um be together basically and um he in some of those things he listed it was about um about finances and how we don't do things together that's all i remember it's just being about that so my brain had picked up on a lot of those things and just I thought that I had been okay and like worked through them but my goal was to take all the things that we had talked about and put them into play and actually make a change so while I was focusing on the things that he brought up during our conversation and trying to make a change this is what happened I began to get upset about certain things and 10 of those things that I wrote down were not even things that I thought on, right? When I got to the bottom, I I just started writing until I couldn't write anymore. I was on my phone. So I just was like, okay, and this, and here's another bullet point, another bullet point. And I figured wherever I stopped was going to be the place where I thought about the most and I could, I could kind of, um, go through why so everything else I listed I, I couldn't really go that far into and realize why I was upset about it but this last thing was I mostly don't sit at the table I mostly don't sit at the table and when I thought about it I was like why does that make me upset because it had nothing. Because actually the title of my list. <laughs> the title of my list is. Things that 
effed my head up. Okay. So when I get to the bottom, the last one that I type and that's, I mostly don't sit at the table. So I thought to myself, why is that really messing my head up? When this has nothing to do with the conversation that we had before about what he was upset about and me trying to fix it, I mostly don't sit at the table. Hmm. So that's when I started to think, oh my gosh, why am I so upset about this? Why? Why am I upset about not sitting at the table? And then I thought, why can't I sit at the table? Because there's only four seats. Let me just step back for a minute. Have you ever done it before? Where you um, backwards think. That's and it, and it brings so much revelation. I backwards think and I just get so much revelation from it. Instead of spinning forward, I, you know, instead of spinning forward and saying, I don't sit at the table, which makes me angry, which then I don't like you guys. And then I do this and do that. When I go backwards, I go slower. When I go forward, it's like I'm full speed ahead and I don't even make sense of my thoughts. But when I go backwards and take it step by step, it is so nice for me to start to get that clarity. So when I say I mostly don't sit at the table. And then I say, why am I upset about not sitting at the table? And then I don't know why I'm upset about it. But why don't I sit at the table? What is stopping me from sitting at the table? What is stopping me from taking his seat? What is stopping me from having my kids sit somewhere else? What is stopping me from that? And then I say, well, hmm. I could say, like, I want them to sit somewhere else, but I, I don't. Because I want everyone to sit at the table. Everyone. I want everyone to sit there. That's what I think to myself. I can't have somebody sit somewhere else because I want everybody to sit at the table. But why can't everyone sit at the table? Because there's only four seats. And why is there only four seats? Because I don't have a big enough table that has five seats or more. And then I'm like, well, well, why don't you just buy a table? And then that's when the floodgates open for me. I don't buy a table because it is close to $500. And who is going to buy this table? Me? Okay. So then I just start to get the forwardness starts going. I just start going into forward thought. Who's going to buy the table? Me. Because I'm the person that's always buying things for this house. And then what is he buying? You know? And then you know he's saving all this money. He is saving his money, right? And he has told me, like, hey, I've saved this much. And I'm like, so then he's told me this in the in like past days. Like, oh, you know, I've saved this much and yada, yada, yada. So now in my now thinking, I'm thinking, and oh yeah, of course you saved all that money because I'm sitting here buying all this stuff. You know what? This costs so much money and now I have to wait until I get paid again to figure out what I'm going to do and actually buy this table that I want so that I can sit at the table so that everybody can sit at the table. And then I slow down and I say, why haven't I bought the table? Because I can't afford it on my own. And why can't you afford it on your own? Because I buy everything ancillary. 
And it's like, why do you buy everything ancillary? Um, I don't really have an answer other than because I just buy it. And then why are you the person buying it? Why isn't he buying it? Why haven't you asked him to buy it? Well, I, I don't know. And then it took me back to a previous conversation we've had about money and splitting it in the house and how we pay things. And it was very eye-opening for me that there was no basis for our financial matters. You know, we just kind of did whatever. He paid for this and then I randomly paid for that. And, you know, I feel like that works amongst friends where you got me, I got you because you don't buy it often, right? You're not sitting up like if you, unless you go to like coffee every single day with said friend, at some point you just buy your own, right? That's what's happened for me is like, okay, I got you, I got you. And then after that, we buy our own. There's no like extra. So that mentality works with friends. Like, hey, next time I got you. But in a relationship, everything gets weird. And especially when you're living under the same roof, it's like everything gets weird and murky because you, one, you don't really want to keep tabs on what somebody has bought, right? Like I bought this last time you go in and you, you purchased that. But you want to be one together and, and mix your funds and do these things together. So for me, my thinking wasn't like, hey, I bought this shelf, so you better buy the table. You know, like that's not my thought process. So I was just like, how can we get to a point where it's a little bit more comfortable financially for me? Because it's only me that has dug this hole for myself that I feel like I can't get out of and I feel trapped. So when I'm looking at the table every night and how I'm not sitting at it, I think to myself, oh, you know, while I'm sitting there, like I said, eating on my own, I'm drowning out looking at things and trying to shop. And I look at the price of this dang old table, then I just get frustrated because I can't really buy it right now on my own. But the thing is, I have to stop myself from doing things alone because I am in a relationship with a man who is a partner to me and who is willing to share expenses with me. I realize that I have been on my own in many situations, even when I've been with someone and being alone in those situations, even when you have someone with you, has built this wall of protection around me that I'll just do it myself. So I don't have to ask you and hear a no. See the look in your eye that you don't want to help. That that translates to me, that you don't want to help. See a hesitation or hear a hesitation or, or anything, any form of no. I don't want to hear it because that would hurt me more than me just doing it myself because I can deal with the pain that I've inflicted on myself, but I cannot deal with pain from someone else that I think I'm going to ask them and they say yes and sure and let's do this and yada 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 because in my mind they should want to do it at the drop of a hat with the dang old smile on their face, but that's not reality. Relationships hurt 
Relationships are, are growth, you know, all the time. So even if I asked, hey, can you buy this table? Of course he's going to be like, how much is it? You know, he's not going to be like, sure, let's buy this table. I'll buy it. Let me get my card right now. It's just not how humans work, you know? And even if he were to be like, sure, I'll buy that. Somewhere in him, he feels like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. That natural feeling of like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to do this may come off as like, yeah, right. You know, and then I don't want to, I don't want to have to experience that. I just want to experience it within my own self and have pain of like not being able to buy this or buy that later because I bought this. But you know what is my own pain that I've inflicted? Not that somebody else said no and I have to deal with like, they said no. Now I'm upset. And now I'm just going to buy it myself. So then I got double pain, right? It's double pain at that point. Because they've said no in my mind. Like, oh, they really don't want to do it. Fine, I'll just I'll just buy it myself. You got pain one. They said no. Or they're thinking about it or whatever, you know. And then pain two is I'm doing it myself. I'm just going to go and do it myself. Do you know that there's a third pain that's caused on the relationship? Because now I've not only dismissed the fact that he said he'll think about it or, you know, whatever. I've now moved into being my own person and not operating in a partnership. And that hurts the relationship because I, one, of course I didn't communicate. I'm going to do it myself. And if I did, it probably wasn't a very healthy way of communicating that I'm going to do it myself. So then that inflicts pain on the relationship, which then further separates us. Do you see how that I was shutting him out from something that he had no idea that was going on with me because I was creating that for myself because I don't want to say, hey, I need help with this because in so many relationships I've uh, experienced that the other person just would take from me. And I'm, I'm not saying those people were horrible people. I allowed them to do whatever they wanted. And I, and I never sat them down and said, Hey, look, we need to figure this out. So in all of that, I said, well, let me just tell him that this frustrates me, that we have not talked about finances in any capacity. You know, we've talked about it in years past or whatever, but we are going on um, 13 years of knowing each other, but only about four years-ish in a relationship together, you know? So, it's crazy. Because we are learning each other. And even at the beginning of the relationship, we had, wow, it was pretty messy. But, um... Um, now it's like we then have to go back and have conversations that we've had before, but we didn't really resolve those conversations, i.e. finances. That was one of them that we just, I just settled on doing everything myself, paying the bills myself because I do it a certain way and I have a, have a method to how I pay the bills, which I don't have a problem with. I really did not have a problem with it because 
it worked for me and it felt good. Like, okay, all this stuff is paid. I, I am all about getting all these things paid. I don't like people calling me. I don't like getting yellow notes in the mail or orange notes or whatever color they come in, but they a different color from regular mail because they want to let you know that you owe them, right? And so I'd rather not get those. So I'll just pay it. And I have peace of mind knowing that all the bills are paid. And that's it. But I never said, hey, while I pay these, can you do this? Or can we discuss you doing that or whatever? So now while we're paying for little things like, hey, you know, we need a, a shelf in this area. Who's buying? Shelf is like 60 bucks, you know, when you really want a good one. And so it's like, okay. I'm buying that and now like okay but I paid all the bills too so now I'm paying for that and that and that and that but these are things that he wants in the house too you know it's not just me wanting these things so then I'm like you want it you buy it but I'm the doer of the house I'm, I'm just the person that that gets done on the computer like I'll just shop get it done boom done you know he is more of the hey I want this and I say okay that's it. He's like, hey, this would be good here, and this would be good here, and this would be good here. He's an idealist. I am a get it doneist. What do you call those people, right? <laughs> you want a shelf man? Let's get one and put it. You know why discuss it? So um, he gives me the ideas, and we've um, talked about that um, multiple times. He wants the idea of us doing things together, and so I put those ideas into reality for us. And, um, that's how we work. So with that though, I have to set my own pride aside to say, Hey, you know, can you give me this for the shelf? It is the most painful thing to ask for any amount of help. I'm just going to be upfront. It is, it's, it's very hard. Um, and I'm still working that out. Like I said, in past relationships, I've asked for help and it just didn't pan out the way I wanted. And I'm not about being hurt multiple times, okay? I, I Once and you look like you don't want to do it, I just keep doing it myself. That one time you say you don't feel like it, that's my one time you, all the time you don't feel like it. And that's just how I take it. And that's the part that I have to grow in. Let me just start from the beginning of this conversation that we had so you get the full feeling right so then once I realized like hey okay it's finances how can I how can I like bring this up without you know making it more of a problem because you know on one end I'm thinking oh gosh now I just look stupid because I'm the person paying all the bills but I'm, I'm okay with that I'm okay with getting the bills out of the way I'm not gonna be like upset about it so I don't want to come off like I'm upset that I'm paying all the bills so how does that work? How do I come and say this? While I was praying on it, I, I, I got this feeling of you need to apologize for the disrespect. Every time I was like, okay, so how am I going to start this conversation? I heard an apology. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this is... And I, I didn't really settle on, yes, I'm going to apologize. I just went, all right, I'm just going to talk to him about this, right? And so I'm standing in the room with him and I said, hey, well, actually, I told him that I want to speak with him. So I texted him saying, 
taking a talk or he ready to talk now or something because he was in the garage or I don't know what's going on I don't know where he was and I didn't feel like going to him and saying hey can you talk now and he'd be like you want to you know because that's what it sound like although he's probably sounding normal it would just sound like yeah ready whenever you are you know that kind of thing and I take that really harsh when people say yeah whenever you're ready like <laughs> clearly I'm ready because I'm telling you right now right like hello so I just like text him because I wanted to protect myself and I see nothing wrong with that um, wanting to protect yourself you know sometimes you don't want to put yourself in a situation that you know that anything that the person says is gonna be bad doesn't matter so I just text and say hey um, are you ready to talk or whatever and of course he didn't say anything to it he just came to the room and he was kind of like just kind of looked at me and I said okay so <laughs> Because I was kind of prepared for him to just come in the room. So, oh, well, I forged forward and uh, I said, so, uh, yeah. And I awkwardly stammered through like a couple of sentences like, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about why I've been kind of frustrated um, uh, over the last couple of days or whatever. And um, yeah, so, um, but I do want to start by knowing I did not start this this way, but I do want to start off by apologizing for um, the lack of respect um, when, you know, about the earbuds and everything else. And there was some other things that I like had done too about work and talking to people after work and just, just showing like blatant, I didn't care what he thought type of thing. So I just said, hey, I would like to apologize for these things. And yeah, so once I apologized, I could see his face. He had let down all, all guards. Like it was like he was ready to fire off like everything after I started to talk about whatever I want to talk about. But because I started with, hey, I'm apologizing for the disrespect and that and I just wanted to put that out there first his face relaxed like his whole demeanor you know first his chest was puffed out and he just you know he looked ready to go and then when I said that he just deflated and looked at me and when I tell you this man has grown so much he has grown so much because in the past, when I say I was apologizing, he'd be like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. You know, I want to see you, you know, be better or something. And he don't care about apologies. And so what I normally would start the conversation off with is, I know you don't like to hear apologies, but. <laughs> and that just get him more upset. He'd go, <sighs> you know. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> so I just said, you know. I'm just going to start off by saying, regardless of if he doesn't like it or not, somewhere in him craves for that acknowledgement that I did something wrong, right? Although somebody says they don't want to hear it, they do. No matter how many times somebody says, no worries, no problem, they want to hear you apologize. I know I do, because I find myself sometimes saying no worries, but knowing that if that person did not apologize to me, oh, I'd be worried. I would be mad. I would be upset at them. I would I'd be like, they, oh, they just pretending like nothing happened. 
you know? So somewhere in you craves for that um, apology because you want to be, whatever was wrong, you want it right. Whatever within you was wrong, you want them to write it. It's, it's like you, they need to. There's like something, you can't just skip over it. And if you do, it's not good. It does not come out well. They can pretend to forget it, but then it starts to bubble up later. You know, it's not forgotten. It's somewhere in there and it's just covered by the next conversation. So I went in and I apologized to him. I'm like, hey, you know, and I was just, I felt really silly doing it until I saw his face change. And I said, oh my gosh, that was so good. You know, in my in, inside, I'm like, oh my gosh, that, that was great. I was kind of flabbergasted at what to say next because an argument didn't ensue. You know, we just were normal. And it was like, it was open floor for me to express myself. And that made me feel good. And we didn't trail off into a conversation that I wasn't even going to talk about. Because you know what would happen in the past? It's like, I'm, I know you don't like me to apologize, but here's your apology. Because I know I was doing wrong. And he's like, well, psh, okay, well, you, you know. Well, I said, well, no, you, you, the problem is that you don't ever buy nothing. I'm the only person. And that's not, you know, that's not, that doesn't start things right then who knows what would happen after that right it'll just spin into like you pay for your own stuff you know what you pay for your own phone and then i'll get my own phone and then we all everybody's on separate things living in the same house you know that's not what i wanted but because i started with that apology oh my gosh i swear to you that did wonders because i was able to speak about what the real issue was not to say that we didn't get heightened in our emotions while speaking but we knew to bring it back down it was amazing how the conversation went i've never come out of an argument feeling or like a discussion i guess at this point <laughs> what we call it but i never come out of it feeling like i have a choice i have i have something that i can leave with and i don't feel like I'm being made to do this or I, I, I'm at the end of my rope so I have to do this or do that, you know. I felt like, okay, this is good. So when I came to this open area of, of speaking, I said, I really feel like we should have a conversation about like finances because that I feel like that's what I'm really frustrated about. And I pay... It's hard for me to save money because I am buying a lot of other things on top of paying the bills. And you mentioned in our conversation before that we didn't save together. And so I want to be more open about finances and I want to do that and I want it to be better, but I can't say anything. I feel like I'm not offering anything because I'm buying a million things for the house. And nowhere did he feel like I was being like, I don't want to buy anything or do anything or, you know, you know what he said to me? He said, it's something that you have to figure out. And I immediately got mad because I'm like, oh Lord, here we go. Cause he always trying to say that it's something that I got to figure out with myself. I said, Sharice, you know what? No, no, no. Just be open to what he's saying. And so I just, because when I react a certain way, he reacts a certain way too because he feels it he feels me getting defensive and so then he gets 
it's harder for him to get out what he wants to say because he doesn't want to offend me. And he's trying to just be open and say, this is what it is. So he said, it's something that I need to figure out. And so I was like, okay. You know? And so I just kind of like pulled it all in and was just like, okay. And I just looked at him and I tried to look with the most comforting thing. Like, please tell me more about how I need to fix myself, you know? And, um, what I heard him say is that whatever we had a conversation about before, like about finances and stuff, you took that on yourself afterwards because it was the best thing that you felt like, well, this is the best thing that I'm just going to do it, you know, this way. And we never came to the conclusion of like this person will pay this or this person will pay that. You just said you'll pay it because it's easier. And he was right. Like, I was the person that was just like, okay, I'll just pay it. I don't feel like dealing with all this. I just, I just don't. I just want to do it myself. I don't want to have to wait on you for your half because now we're not paying the bill, you know? <laughs> just rather just pay it. And I don't want to have to repeatedly ask you for the other half when you know this bill is due, you know? So, <laughs> so I'm like, wow, he's right. I really did. He said, I'm willing to follow what you want to do. You just tell me what you need from me. And that is the problem, guys. It's the problem. I don't I, I don't like to say what I mean, what I need from him. You know, it's like, <laughs> not that he should just know what I need, but he should know what's needed in the house itself, you know. But. I'm the one that makes the house run. You know, he tells me what he needs in the house and I help it run. So to help it run, I got to tell him what I need from him to help him get what he needs in this house and for me to help it run, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so that's the part I'm growing in right now, guys. Is really finding out where I need to reach out and ask for help. And, um... When I was in that conversation with him, I didn't say anything about a table. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything in that conversation about a table and how that had affected my, my thinking when it came to finances. I didn't have to express that to him. I just told him the result of that result of my backwards thinking. And I was able to be clear and although I wanted to bring up the table, I did the whole conversation because I wanted to tell him how I came to this realization. But he wouldn't grasp that. He's not a person that grasps all of that. And, and then we would have been in a whole conversation that didn't make sense. So I was trying to keep it. And I know this from like the past conversations that we've had where I try to explain to him like, because I saw that you were doing this and doing that, we don't get anywhere because then it sounds like I'm blaming him when it was only my own thought process that I was trying to work through. It had nothing to do with him being bad, good, whatever. It's just me and how I need to do things. So I refrained from bringing that up, you know, <laughs> but I did call a friend or call my aunt actually and told her like, this is what I feel like. And this is why, cause you're not. And, and then that was it. I got that part of it out. How I came to the conclusion, you know? So yeah, I, I, I felt good after our conversation because it's something that I'm, I have to do, I have to be, I'm in control of what we, how we move forward. 
and while I still have not come up with a real plan of how we're going to execute the finances I know that in this moment I can ask him for whatever and he'll give it to me now it's me just actually asking that's the 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 hard part um but at the end of our conversation he did say that he was he commended me for for talking about it and bringing it up and having that conversation with him because although people I say this all the time when him and I talk it's like people say that the things that ruin relationships are finances communication and something else and I don't remember what it was but what I've always what I've come to the conclusion of now is like all those things don't matter it's communication it's it boils down to communication because if you think about it finances is what because somebody spent too much money on this and not on that is that because they didn't have a conversation prior to I mean I don't know because I feel like if if finances are the problem they need to be talked about and then you can both come to some kind of um understanding and, and move forward from there together because if you're experiencing the financial hardship together you're you're in it together and then you're stronger going through this financial hardship as opposed to one person being hurt by finances and then the other person being okay and one sinking why because that person didn't speak or because the other person that's living lavish didn't speak you know communication that I think is the only like cause of, of, of relationships for me for them fizzling out because I didn't communicate effectively sure I communicated when they was kicked out like get out of here <laughs> let me communicate to you real quick I don't want you here you know <laughs> that that was actually, you know, my form of communication. I would bottle it all up. And then come time, I'd blow up and be like, get out. They'd be like, what did I do? You didn't do this, 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 this. Granted, they probably didn't, but they didn't know those things were wrong. They didn't know they were hurting me. And so in this relationship, I choose to be more vocal. And I choose to make sure that how I am feeling is said. And in a more methodical way than hey, you hurt my feelings, but more of like, hey, you hurt me. And this is how you can fix it. You hurt me. This is how you hurt me. And this is how you can fix it. And it's been working, you know. And, you know, this poor man, he just, <laughs> he just tries to make me happy at every turn so when I'm not happy it's a big deal it's a very very big deal to him and I see it sometimes I see it more than other times but I know that his um goal is to make all of us in this house um happier people and better people you know so whenever I'm not happy I have to get to the root of why I'm not happy and not really put it on him to make me happy but me to um realize why I'm not happy and then help him help me fix it and get me happy again 
I am, I am the temperature of this household. If I'm upset, everybody's weird, you know, everybody tries to stay out of the way of mom if I'm upset. So to prevent everyone from being in this weird, funky business throughout the house, I need to be more expressive, not only to him, but to my kids, you know. I find myself holding stuff back for my, my daughter sometime. Um, her not doing dishes, I'm like, whatever, I'll just, I'll just figure it out and do it myself. I mean, in the end, I'm upset. I'm slamming dishes around because I gotta do them. But that's not healthy. I need to be more vocal and communicate to her, to my son, to grandma, to, to Dee. I, I, it just has to. Yeah, I have to open up more and communicate more despite how painful. So... I just want to encourage you while you're in a space that you feel like nobody's listening or, you know, you're not being heard or you're frustrated or anything like that. Take a step and try to like, take a step back and try to see why you're frustrated and try the the backwards uh, thinking and see where you get, you know. And let me know how that turns out for you. And um, remember to remove the you in guilt and grow in love together.